0: Along with deciding to lose weight, get organized, and handle your finances better, as you make your resolutions for the coming year, many Christians would like to read through their Bibles. But what's the best way to do it? And how can you stick with it through the boring parts? Hi, I'm Yvonne Prenn, and welcome to Bible 805, where you learn to know, trust, and apply the Bible. Today, I'll share a plan with you and the reasons why it's the best one for you to follow to read through the Bible. So let's get started! Our topic for today is the nine benefits of reading or listening to the Bible in chronological historical order. Now before we begin, this lesson is part of a three-lesson series on this topic. Though each lesson is useful on its own, All three lessons in this series go together for a complete understanding of the topic. The three lessons in this series are, number one, and this is the one we're going to talk about right now, the nine benefits of reading your Bible in chronological, historical order. Number two, reasons why you probably haven't read your Bible in chronological, historical order. And number three, why our Bibles aren't in chronological, historical order. Please plan to listen to or watch all three for a full understanding of the topic. Every Christian feels like they ought to read the Bible, but it's a big and often confusing book. In an attempt to be obedient, many start each year with the best of intentions. They begin in Genesis, but by the time they get to Leviticus, if not before, they bail out. Or they jump around the Bible reading understandable passages like Psalms or the Gospels, or they take even a further step away by reading a devotional that just briefly mentions Bible verses. At the same time, most know they should read the whole book, and I'd like to propose a way to do it that will make sense and enable you to stick with it. And that is to read it in chronological, historical order. Now, that's a kind of a big term, but it means to read the books, or in some cases, parts of the books, in the order that they happened. Sadly, not the order that you find them in most Bibles. Now, don't worry about figuring that order out. The Bible805 website has schedules you can download to do it, plus providing podcasts, videos, courses, and other materials to help. I'll tell you more about those later. This lesson is designed to motivate you to use them. Now, I'd like to share one personal note before I get into them. Many years ago, my mother gave me a little tract on reading through the Bible in a year in chronological order. It came around a time I was completing a master's degree in history and attending seminary. I used it and have every year since then. It's my primary spiritual discipline, and I feel the most significant spiritual habit in my life. I can't overestimate the importance and impact this has had in my life in helping me grow as a disciple of Jesus. More than anything else, I want to share that experience with as many as I can. If there was ever a time when we needed to correctly know, trust, and apply God's Word, it's now. So let's get into the nine benefits. Number one, reading the Bible in chronological order, we see how God is truly the author of the entire Bible. The Bible was written over a 1600-year period by 40 different authors, and yet it has one mind and one voice behind all the voices and one clear theme of God seeking, saving, and restoring His lost people. Obviously, the writers over this span of time and geography could not have conspired together to tell the same story with all the parts fitting together the way they do in the Bible on their own. Divine intervention was essential for the unity of message that the Bible has. But you won't hear that one voice if you don't read the whole book, and you'll hear it most clearly when you read it in the historical order, the events and messages happened. Number two, reading the Bible in chronological order, we understand the whole story of salvation as it unfolds. Many of us only have bits and pieces of the salvation story. When you read the Bible, though, in chronological historical order, you'll see how the Old Testament builds towards the fulfillment in the New Testament of the birth of Jesus, his death, resurrection, and promised return. When you understand when prophecy was given and then fulfilled by Jesus, you won't make the mistake of current critics who assume he was just a good man who tragically died. The salvation story was written by God, and it takes the entire Bible to tell all of it. (laughs) And you need to read it all to understand all of it. Benefit number three. Reading the Bible in chronological order will grow our trust and confidence in God. In the Old Testament, we see how God took care of His people from the time of their sin in the Garden of Eden, through Noah and the Flood, in the exodus from Egypt, and their return to the land after the destruction of their nation and captivity. In the New Testament, we see how God took care of Jesus and his disciples until the time chosen for his crucifixion, and then how God protected the spreading of the gospel message. When you see that big picture and how God followed through on his promises over thousands of years, which you will only get a sense of when you read it chronologically, it can give you peace and trust, because just as he cared for others, he will care for you in the challenges you face. He will help you fulfill your calling, and he will bring you safely home. Benefit number four, reading the Bible in chronological order will make sense of God's actions. If you read the Old Testament passages without putting in the words of the prophets in their proper place in the historical books, God's acts of judgment don't make sense. They can seem excessive and cruel to the people who are supposed to be His chosen ones. But when you put the messages of the prophets in their proper context of the history that prompted them, you see God's mercy and love as he pleads for his people to repent again and again as he delays judgment. But you'll also understand why judgment comes when after repeated messages to repent, God's people broke their covenant with him. Finally, you'll see how he is always a God of restoration and second chances when you read about the return to the promised land after the Babylonian captivity. And again, you won't see this if you don't read the Bible in chronological order. Benefit number five, reading the Bible in chronological order helps us integrate the Bible with secular history. This is so important because the Bible isn't a fairy tale that happened just somewhere out there. Let me give you an example of, to maybe make this a little more meaningful. In 1963, Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech to over 250,000 people from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial during a very critical time during the Civil Rights Movement. King's words are powerful on paper, but when you understand them in the context of the contemporary events and in the setting in which they were spoken, they take on added importance. Imagine reading part of King's speech without context or setting. Much of the impact of the message would be lost. That's similar to what happens when we read part of an Old Testament prophet without his historical setting the impact and even the sense of his message is lost. We don't know what he's talking about. We don't know what he's railing against. We don't understand any of those kinds of things. But when you understand what was going on in the prophet's world and the injustice issues of his day, his words will take on a power and a clarity that you've not experienced before. Benefit number six, reading the Bible in chronological order will help us see the uniqueness of the Christian Bible. No other religion has scriptures written over a similar time span that are as internally consistent or as historically accurate as the Christian Bible is. Christian apologists that defend the faith claim that the Christian faith is historical and evidential, meaning that it is based on true history that provides true evidence that the facts of the Bible did indeed happen. I go into great detail on this topic in another, actually it's a series of lessons on how truth and history confirm we can trust the Christian Bible. Be sure to listen to that series of podcasts or watch the videos on them. If you haven't studied this area previously, prepare to learn some really surprising things. To connect the corroborating historical evidence with the Bible itself, though, you need to read the accounts in their proper historical settings and time. This will also help you understand the power of prophecy, when you can objectively date when a prophecy was given and then see how, often hundreds of years later, it was fulfilled. You'll see the precision and detail in Christian prophecy that is unmatched in any other religion. I'll be pointing out specific instances of this in upcoming lessons as we go through the Bible, but this is so important. And again, if you just jump around from here to there to there, and if you don't understand that this happened in a certain time that is historically easy to verify, it won't make sense that It was a really big deal that a prophecy was then fulfilled hundreds of years later. That's going to be, I think, one of the most thrilling things that you'll discover as you read through the Bible in chronological order. Number seven, reading the Bible in chronological order, we aren't disappointed with God because we don't misinterpret his promises. When we have no idea of the contextual meaning of the passage, we often pull out a promise or an encouragement that we like, that sounds good, and then we interpret it in a way that makes us feel good. But then, when God doesn't do what we think he should, and that actually, in reality, he never promised that he would do, we get upset with him and wrongly assume he can't be trusted. That is not a problem with the Bible. It's a problem with how we are incorrectly reading it. When you read the Bible in chronological order, you can separate more easily what was specific to a certain people at a certain time and what is time what is a timeless promise to God's people for all time. Benefit number eight, reading the Bible in chronological order. You won't be afraid of the gotcha questions about the Bible and your Christian faith. I think a lot of Christians are afraid to share their faith because they're afraid of what I call the gotcha questions, the all kinds of sometimes very valid questions about what's in the Bible, and that are actually easily answered if you know it well. But of course, if you don't, you can have all kinds of problems. In addition to questions from friends we can't explain, many Christians also have questions about the Bible they're afraid to express the dark night of the soul can be terrifying when we doubt the truth of God's Word and I think we've all experienced that. Many of these questions are answered and fear is calmed by simply reading the whole book in chronological order. There's a lot of incorrect information floating around in secular media that again a simple chronological study of the Bible can easily correct. I realize that in saying that, it's kind of a trust me statement, but I've seen this as a result from many who've taken my classes on going through the Bible in this way. It answers your questions and then you're able to answer the questions of others. Benefit number nine, reading the Bible in chronological order, we won't skip the hard parts that are essential to the complete story of God's redemption. If we don't read the Bible in chronological order, we'll tend to go back to favorite passages instead of reading the entire Bible. In doing that, we skip the hard parts. These are the parts that are not easy to understand, like Leviticus. But without understanding that book about the tabernacle sacrifices, the sacrificial death of Jesus won't ultimately make sense. Or the minor prophets whose world is uncomfortably similar to our world today when we understand its historical setting. And if we understand that, we may have to challenge our comfortable Christian lifestyle. It's a little like the description of Aslan, the Christ figure in the C.S. Lewis book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, when Mrs. Beaver surprises the children by saying, Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Oh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Reading the whole Bible in chronological order isn't safe. It will shake and transform every part of your life if you let it. But it's good. This has been part one of a three-part series on reading or listening to your Bible in chronological, historical order. The second lesson is four reasons why you probably haven't read your Bible in chronological historical order. And then the last one is why, if this is so important, aren't our Bibles in chronological historical order? Please plan to listen to or watch all of them for a full understanding of the topic. Remember that www.bible805.com is your hub to link you to related materials designed to help you know, trust, and apply your Bible. That's all for now. Please check out the notes from this lesson, related resources, and helpful links, again at www.bible805.com. If the podcast has been useful to you, Please consider supporting it through your donations and prayers. For links on how to do that, again, go to the website, Bible805.com. I'm Yvonne Prent, your fellow pilgrim, writer, and teacher for Jesus, and I'd like to close with this benediction. May you know the invitation of God to move from confusion to clarity, from wandering to rest, from loneliness to knowing you are loved, from turmoil to peace from wherever you are on your spiritual journey to a growing knowledge of God's Word and in your personal relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.